The Commands of the Apostles, number 58, Don't Judge. One of the most striking aspects of the command against judgment is that the entire Old Testament image of God was as a fierce and unyielding judge. When Jesus said, Judge not, he was not merely laying down a prescription for human conduct and relationships. At the same time, he was wiping the slate clean of that Old Testament image. God is your Father, he proclaimed, not an unforgiving judge. This command, therefore, contains far-reaching theological implications that stretch into the unknowable domain of eternity. How will God ultimately deal with sin, as a judge or as a father? In reflecting on this command that is so central to Christianity, I find little additional insight coming to mind beyond what I wrote previously in considering Jesus' command not to judge. I therefore quote a portion of that selection here. Many of the commands are implied, but this is a direct, clear, forceful, and unyielding command. Judge not. The Lord's words in Luke 6.37 are absolutely total and consuming. Don't judge, don't condemn, instead forgive. Matthew adds the pithy image of trying to take a speck out of someone else's eye when there are blind spots in our own life the size of logs. But it is so easy, so natural, enjoyable, and satisfying to the flesh to notice those blind spots in everyone else. They jump out for all the world to see. Those annoying mannerisms, those obvious examples of self-centeredness, those immaturities, that propensity always to talk about oneself, the hogging of the limelight, that habit of interrupting, of having to be right, of always getting the last word. All these traits are so obvious. How can they not see them? Imagine the eye-opening shock if we truly saw ourselves as others see us. All these little specks we see in others. They detect the same things in us, and more besides. When Jesus says that we will be judged and forgiven by the same measure with which we judge and forgive others, he is not saying that God will refuse to forgive us if we judge others harshly. He is merely stating a fact of life. Everyone by nature judges others more harshly than they do themselves. Turn that principle around, he says. Look to your own sins and weaknesses and selfishnesses first. Show leniency and understanding and forgiveness to others. And lo and behold, you will find that same spirit of generosity and kindness coming back to you. In truth, however, this principle represents a basic tenet of first-grade spirituality. When we move into graduate-level Christ-likeness, the weakness of others ceases to move the compass needle of our thoughts a hair's breadth. We choose to see those whose paths cross ours as God sees them, by looking into them. We choose to behold not what they may be now, but what God is making of them. We do not focus on the outer shell of weak humanity, 
but rather upon the radiant seed of eternal godness struggling to come to life within them. As for ourselves, we turn the searchlight of our prayers inward toward no one but ourselves. We ask for the illumination of the Holy Spirit to give us sight to see our own blind spots, that we may walk humbly before God and before our brothers and sisters, fully aware what small and fragile and weak and self-centered creatures we are. With David, the prayers of the 19th and 51st Psalms breathe silently from our lips. Cleanse me from my hidden faults. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. Purge me. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Do not judge another man. Romans 2.1 Let us no more pass judgment on one another. Romans 14.13 Do not judge your neighbor. James 4.12 From the Commands of the Apostles by Michael Phillips Read by Michael Kimball More information on this and similar writings may be found at fatheroftheinklings.com Visit Amazon to purchase the Commands of the Apostles and other books by Michael Phillips.